All right, today, um, since it's the graduation Sabbath, um, we're going to have um, a different kind of message today. We're going to hear from all four students. They are seniors, and from uh, your right to left, this is Kylia and Mitchell and Tyler and Drew. And I'm going to go ahead and give you all your microphones. You can come over here and get them. <laughs> and grab one of the seats back there and pull them forward and we'll go ahead and start our discussion. So today I, um, I just asked these seniors um, to talk a little bit about their spiritual experience as they went through Mesa Grande Academy and I believe three of you spent all four years there and Tyler you've spent some time there, three years there. Okay. And so um, I'm going to do very little talking because they have the testimony. And I will just um, ask them some questions and they're going to launch. Now, um, I am not responsible for anything that they say. They have parents. Um, no, but, but I'm sure we're going to get a blessing from um, hearing a little bit about their experience as they went through Mesa Grande Academy. Um, the first thing I want to ask you is, um, I want to know um, about a specific event or moment at Mesa Grande Academy um, that had a huge impact on your spiritual life and on your relationship with God. I'll go. Um, for me, it's really easy. It's that when my father passed away, um, obviously not something that anybody wants to go through, especially some of my age, um, where I was 14 at the time, and it really impacted me, and it still does today. I, I'm not quite sure exactly how it's affected me, to be honest. I'm still kind of waiting to see how my life folds out and how I turn out to hopefully be a greater person because of it, so I can testify and be a witness to others through what I've experienced. That's kind of my viewpoint on it. I'm, you've got to look at it positively and realize that God works through even the, the negative things that happen in our lives to use us for the greater good. So I, that's probably my one and greatest moment that I've experienced. I had a specific moment in my experience here at Mesa Grande when I went to junior-senior Bible camp. Uh, it was an amazing spiritual experience. Um, and uh, it was a, a spiritual mountain that I was on uh, where I felt extremely close to God. And it was in that moment where... Um, I was with uh, one of my family group, as it was called, and uh, we had we had done all this training to prepare for it. I was a leader, and there were about uh, about eight kids I was responsible for. We were discussing the Bible and talking, and we had talked about how Christianity isn't a label we can put on ourselves, but it's a verdict that the world gives us because of our actions. They know that we are Christians by our love, and we had felt so moved by that we felt inadequate in what we had to give to God, and so we started to pray, and uh, the mood in the room just kind of took a turn for the worse and we started to get more and more concerned and depressed about what was going on and the wind had been howling outside and um, in a moment uh, one girl had started to pray dear heavenly father send the send the evil from this room because we feel we are being closed off from you and at that moment the back door began to shudder violently and as she finished her prayer and said amen complete stillness in the room and I truly felt that uh, we had been attacked by the devil. And because of God's love and care for us in that moment, um, there's a verse in Romans that says, if, if 
crisis for us, who can be against us? And we had talked about that that day. Um, she said, amen. We continued to pray, and then the mood completely changed, and we felt God's presence. Uh, I've never felt it that strongly before. And so that was a very specific moment in my life where I definitely felt as if I was going one way, and then I went another. And uh, since then, I have tried to keep kept that image in, in my mind of, of God's protection and love for us. Tyler, um, that's an amazing, amazing um, thing that happened. Can you tell us briefly what Junior Senior Bible Camp is and what yes. kind of experience yes. it is and how many students show up? Yes, uh, as the name suggests, Junior Seniors, it's uh, specific for those two upper-class upper grades. And uh, it, we went to uh, Pine Springs Ranch this year, and it's an amazing experience where uh, it's about a little less than a week long and there's a speaker and we go to meetings much like our church retreat does and then we organize into family groups of about eight or so uh, young people and we have discussions and and we stay there and we just have an amazing experience and it's awesome yeah and about um if you can imagine um that main auditorium room in, in pine springs ranch where we have our church retreat um i think one year close to 500 students showed up and when you get them all in that room and there is no room for chairs um, when you first get there and then we somehow make room for chairs and um, it is pretty amazing to see 400 plus students um, worshiping and connecting with God. It is quite an amazing um, sight and it's one of the highlights of my year every year, if not the highlight of my year every year. So, absolutely. Um, one experience that comes to mind is this didn't happen on campus, but it happened um, during my time at MGA. One of my um, friends called me, and they were going through a really, really hard time, and they were considering taking their life. And at that moment, I just was like, God, you know, you need to help me through this because I don't know what to do. And so we ended up getting help for the person, and um, I was able to lean on my teachers to help me also, you know, get through that experience because it just felt like all hope was lost right then. And I was like, whoa, this is real life. You know, this is, this is crazy stuff. And God just came through. He works in amazing ways. And I don't know, it's just, it, he's un indescribable. One of my uh, moments that I recall was actually, it was really special to me. It was when I was a junior uh, during the religion class, I didn't go to church much for my whole life. I really haven't been to small groups or, or Vespers or all that. And I didn't really know too much about it. I knew God was there. I didn't, I didn't have, you know, in him in my life. And I remember Malashenko, Mr. Malashenko, talking to us about that we are saved by grace, by Jesus' love. And it hit me really deep there. I was like, wow, I'm saved by love? I, I didn't, that didn't register to me till then. I, I felt like I was inadequate. You know, I wasn't good in God's eyes. And it really dug deep to me. And I, I felt Jesus' presence. I felt that he was my hero and that he has saved me. Amen. Would you guys say that, you know, during your time there, you've experienced um, the gospel um, lived out spiritually and 
throughout things you've experienced there? Yeah, definitely. Amen. All right. Um, I'd like for you all to talk about um, a Christian value that has um, become important to you during your time at Mesa Grande Academy. Um, I felt one of the best Christian values at MGA that I've learned to is love and you know hope faith and love and what's the other two without love and I've learned to love other people at MGA you know not just be nice that's not what love is love is not just telling the other people what they want to hear love is telling people what they need to hear telling hoping for the best of their life not just telling them that they're good and that Jesus loves them but showing them Jesus's love every day similar to what you learned Drew I learned a lot of compassion actually for um, my classmates and maybe the grades below me uh, in in previous academic environments I had been more focused on accomplishing you know one subject and moving on to the next at my own pace and uh, coming to Mesa Grande uh, full-time I kind of reevaluated my place in education amongst my peers and <clears throat> I was able to to actually realize that a lot of people are not on the same level you are at any given moment. Um, you may be progressing and understanding a subject really well, and then they may not be, or even vice versa. You may be struggling while everyone else is moving ahead. The same goes for when you're feeling good, not everyone else is feeling good. And when you're feeling bad, not everyone else is feeling bad. So it's given me perspective, but also compassion for those that may not be f having you know, the grades that I had or maybe the uh, experience that I had or even just that positive outlook that some people may, may have missed. And so I definitely learned compassion for uh, those around me, and I did my best to kind of alleviate any stress they may have had. As religious advice of my class, I, I gave a, a couple worship talks um, during the year, and I, I really did my best in those talks to try and communicate God's love to them uh, in those moments. And so compassion was something I definitely learned. Well, I like to be in control of situations. And I think MGA taught me that I can't always be in control. And I need to learn to be OK with that. And I mean, especially this year, I was the Student Association Religious Vice. And things seemed like they never went how they were supposed to go. <laughs> And I was freaking out about it, but it turned out God completely worked it out. And we ended up having an amazing week of prayers, you know, an amazing spiritual retreat. And it's kind of like God was saying to me, Kylea, I'm in control. Let me handle it because I'm big enough to handle it. And um, I've also learned that I can't always be in control of how people will perceive me. I just have to continue to be myself and be who God wants me to be regardless of what other people think. Drew, I, I agree 100% with you about the love aspect of it. But for me, I, I try and throw a lot of forgiveness into there because we're high schoolers. We do stupid stuff without thinking. And No, you don't. Not at all. I, I not around you. It's okay. But I've had to learn to, to forgive people that have done things intentionally or unintentionally that have hurt me or even hurt some of my friends. And for me, just forgiveness is something that I want shown to me. And so I, I really try and show it to others 
before I, I can expect to be given forgiveness. You know, I was thinking about, um, as we were going through Sabbath school, uh, these last few months, um, we've been talking about um, becoming the person God wants us to be. And one of the um, lessons that we, were, that we discussed, and it still rings huge with me, is, um, and this is to play off of what you said, Kylia, is there is only one God, and I am not him. And it was, um, it was a chance we were learning where we need to be in a place where we can let go of control of um, some of the things in our lives that we really have no control over. And so um, I'm glad that that's something that, you know, along with compassion and love and forgiveness, that's something that your time at Mesa Grande has shown you. And um, I, would, I would say to you, Tyler, carry that, um, that compassion on with you into college. There will be times when you are sitting in class and you're wondering, am I the only one not understanding what's going on right now? And it just, it gets much better uh, after this. Absolutely. So, um, so we've heard a lot of your um, spiritually up moments. And um, were there times when you felt um, during um, your time at Mesa Grande, Mitchell, you talked about the time when um, your father passed away. But was there a time when you felt like God was distant? Any time where you felt like, you know, David or you felt like Jesus even when he was in the garden, you know, saying, God, why have you forsaken me? And um, what are some of the tools that your time or your teachers at MGA have given you to go, with, go through the valley moments of your life? Absolutely. I've definitely felt those experiences. And um, one of the greatest comforts for me over the many years has been community and small groups and um, Mitchell and Drew I've had intense, intensely deep conversations about religion and God with them and in last year's class I was at the small group pretty much every chance I had and uh, I was able to completely express these feelings of separation from God that um, may not have been addressed in a church setting perhaps as well as in a more community setting, setting. and um, uh, that specific topic isn't necessarily completely addressed in much of our curriculum and what covers that. But what I have learned is that Christianity is not an emotion. It's not a feeling. And those feelings do exist when we're on what we call a spiritual high. And that is an excellent place to be. But after every mountain, there's always a valley. My mountain was Bible camp. And in that moment, I was so close to God. But since then, I've gone through some of life's valleys. And there have been times when I felt that I, perhaps I was distant from God. But I know that no matter what, it's not God who is separating himself from me. It's me who is separating myself from him or even the devil who is separating us from him. And if that feeling isn't there, that feeling of knowing that I'm saved and that God loves me, if that feeling isn't there, that doesn't mean that God doesn't love me. Despite what you may be feeling, God is always there for you no matter what. Uh, the verse I keep going back to is in Romans. It's Romans 8.31. Um, if God is for us, who could possibly be against us? And Paul go, uh, goes on to say that neither death nor principalities nor angels nor demons will separate us from the love of God. That is so true. Nothing at all can separate us from that. So I've learned that... Um, Despite my feelings, I know that God is always there, and the tools that I used to overcome those feelings were definitely the community and, and my friends and talking to them. Yeah, community, community at Mesa Grande is it's really big. Like, we're like the biggest thing. Because we're, we're a small school, and everybody knows everybody. Everybody can talk to anybody. 
I can talk to, when I was a freshman, I could talk to seniors. And now that I'm a senior, I can talk to freshmen. It's, I, I love it at Mesa Grande, the, the community aspect of it. The biggest thing that I came to realize in high school is that we do have valleys and we do have our mountaintops, but we, it's, it's a constant cycle for us as teenagers in, in growing and in, in gaining a relationship with Christ, is you're going to have trials and difficulties, but you're also going to have your mountaintop experiences, and you need to keep moving forward and trying to constantly get back to that place that you want to be with God. And, you know, you don't always have the perfect relationship with God. You don't always want to talk to God necessarily, but you need to say to yourself, you know what, I need to just keep going, work through this. I know that God's trying to work for me. I'm going to keep trying to work for God, even though I may not want to. I'm going to keep keep fighting to have that relationship with God. And that's, that's something I feel Mesa Grande does really well, is it just keeps... I guess ingraining Christ into your heart. It, I mean, it's and it's a great thing because you you have all these opportunities and people that are witnessing to you and chances for you to have a mountaintop experience any given moment at school. No matter how good or bad your day is, it always can impact you in a in a positive way. I feel I always when I'm spiritually low, I always like to read a book or something Christian like. Um, you know, I, I go off the concept that we need to constantly feed the spirit. We need to constantly feed it because, you know, we're fallen human beings. We we can't keep our own spirit up. We need to constantly have Jesus pouring into our lives to help us through the difficult times and to keep us, you know, with him. And I felt that just even church kind of rebirthed me a little bit. I feel great here, seeing people up here singing to God, and, you know, it's just, we're real here, you know, and I feel rebirth in all these Christian aspects, going to back to the foundations like prayer and scripture reading, just simple things. We've all experienced low times, and I know, especially teenagers, <laughs> Up and down, up and down. But <laughs> you guys aren't bipolar at all. No. <laughs> but I think during going off of what Tyler said, during those low times, it's important to focus on the fact that God is there. I remember my freshman year, I was adjusting to high school, you know, it was kind of hard. But um, when we were on choir tour, there's a night where the seniors all give advice to the underclassmen before they leave. And one of the seniors said, the biggest thing I learned at MGA was learning that God isn't a feeling. It's just knowing. And when he said that, it just kind of changed everything I thought because this whole time I had been waiting for a feeling. And when I didn't feel it, I thought I was doing something wrong. Maybe God didn't want contact with me or anything. And I think that's the most important thing is just to remember that. And MGA has done a really good job of helping us, you know, through all of these situations. I know that I've talked to a lot of the teachers when I've been feeling down. One that comes to mind is Mr. Meloshenko. I've gone to his classroom a number of times, and I've told him, you know, what's going on in my life, you know, things that I can't handle, and he will sit there and listen to me and pray with me, and it's just kind of showing that God can work through anybody, and he'll put these people in front of us that will just direct us to him. Amen. I just, um, one of the things I want to admonish 
you all as seniors and Mesa Grande Academy as a whole is the sense of community and um, how tight everyone is. When I first got here, I've been here for two years, and when I first got here, the first thing I noticed is everyone loves each other. Like You genuinely love each other and care about each other. And um, that wasn't more prevalent than when on Thursday night the eighth graders were graduating and there was a whole row, couple rows of high school students who showed up to cheer on the eighth graders graduating. And I was like, high schoolers don't want to touch eighth graders with a 10-foot pole, but they showed up to, um, to cheer them on. And, um, and definitely, Kylia, I call... The experience that Kelly was talking about on choir tour, it's the night where the seniors give advice to the underclassmen. I call that senior cry night because it goes for about maybe, how many minutes will people, like 30 seconds, like two minutes before the whole room, everybody's in tears and everybody's hugging each other and it's just, it's, it's pretty amazing. It, it's it didn't happen this year, Feedy. They oh, didn't it did, cry. It did, it did. We had a couple people. A couple, a couple people will miss us. Mitchell probably cried afterwards. Just yeah, everyone cried hiding. privately. It was a private senior cry. No, but in past years, it definitely has been a cry fest. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, can you share with us a verse that um, encompasses some of your spiritual journey through Mesa Grande Academy? Sure, I'll go. <laughs> um, I keep going back to the same verse, Romans 8.31. Uh, if God is for us, who can be against us? And that totally... Totally. I think the theme. I think there's a theme that maybe God's trying to show through all of our testimonies here is that, um, despite what we may think our direction needs to be, God has a greater plan. In fact, why don't I just go with our class verse, Proverbs 19:21? Um, uh, says that many are the plans in a man's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails, and that is very present in our lives. Um, God has a greater plan for all of us. And uh, because he's for us, there's nothing that will stop us from accomplishing what his will is for us. And um, in my experience here at Mesa Grande, that has definitely been a recurring theme, most definitely. For me, I'd say Isaiah 59.1. Um, how's it go? Surely the Lord's hand is not too short to save, nor his ear too heavy to hear. It's short, sweet, but so powerful to me because it's a constant reminder that I can always keep with me that God's hand isn't too short to save us no matter what. No matter how dig we, how, no matter how deep we dig ourselves into a hole, God's always going to be able to reach down and pick us back up and you know clean us off. And his ear is always open to, to listen to us and for us to talk to him no matter when or, or how heavy we think our words are. He's, he's always there for us. He's so much bigger and powerful than we are and yet he is so tender and loving with us. It's just it's a little reminder that I enjoy keeping with me. I, re I really like that word picture. You know, sometimes we talk about the long arm of the law. I like to think of the long arm of salvation, the long arm of grace. You know, God reaching down. I'm not going to preach. All right. Here we go. My verse is Proverbs 3, 5. Uh, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I feel that's a, a nice piece of wisdom right there from Solomon to not lean on your own understanding. If you feel you can do something and you feel that you know what's going on, just remember that uh, God knows what's happening and you might not. My favorite verse has always been Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, And it just talks about how God has a plan for us. And that kind of inspired our theme this year at Mesa Grande. The theme was the big picture. 
just focusing on the fact that God has a bigger plan for your life. Things may get in the way. You know, we have stresses that go on every single day. But if we just, going back to knowing, just knowing that God will bring us through it and he can see the future and he wants to give us a great life and everything's just planned out. Amen. You know, there was... um there was a study done, and we had some, some, some long debates, especially you and I, Mitchell, about this. Um, there was a study done that showed that um, uh, deep, having deep relationships, um, having a best friend, a lot, um, people who have a best friend growing up and through life actually live significantly longer than people who don't. And people who have deep relationships and allow themselves to form deep relationships and be vulnerable with others, with just a few others, actually live longer than people who don't. And one of the themes I'm noticing here um, at Mesa Grande Academy is that you have formed deep relationships with each other. And you carry each other through the dark times and you lift each other up in the happy times. Um, if somebody's on a mountain, it's, it might be because somebody else put them there and carry them on their shoulders. And if somebody's in a valley, there's always an arm reaching down to help somebody out of that valley. And another thing I've noticed is that you have formed deep, deep relationships with Christ. And, um, and that Christ is, um, Christ is first and foremost in your life and important in your life. And that's where you draw your values from. And it's been, um, it's been a pleasure it's been quite the pleasure getting to, to know you all and to know your hearts. And um, Drew, you and I just started talking recently um, in the last three weeks. And I feel like I've known, known you for, you know, the last two years that I've been here. I mean, it's just been, it's been incredible. And um, so thank you so much for sharing. I don't know, are there any parting words, anything else you want to share? Um, God is always there, no matter what. Amen. 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 Let's. So I want to thank you, Kylia and Mitch and Tyler and Drew, for sharing um, a piece of your hearts. It's not always easy to get up here and talk to people who you're not close to and share um, things, spiritual things from your heart. So thank you so much for giving us a glimpse of. Um, what you've gone through and the awesome times you've had at Mesa Grande Academy. Um, shall we pray together? Lord, um, as, as I think about uh, the, um, the statement of this church, loving God, loving people, I have such gratitude um, for Mesa Grande Academy that... Um, that the values that they're instilling in the students is first and foremost for them to love you, for them to love each other as they grow spiritually, mentally, physically, and academically. So thank you, God, for the staff, the teachers, the administration. But most of all, thank you, Lord, that um, you're working through the students. Um, may your love and your kindness and your forgiveness and your compassion live through them and shine through them so that when they step away from this place, whether it is near or whether it is far, that others can see you. And that as they have testified today in front of this congregation, 
that they will step out into the congregation of the rest of the United States or the rest of the world or the other students in college or their roommates or their spouses or their best friends, Lord, and they will testify that they love you and that others may see you and see a glimpse of what heaven is like. Thank you for this community and thank you for these students. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you.